This is a HeadGum Podcast. I'm trying to plan uh, Ryan's bachelorette party, and I got a sash, because, you know, famously, bachelorettes have the sash, and I wanted it custom-made, and I wanted it to say, troll woman getting hitched. What I got instead in the mail was glow is 70. Okay. Keep it. No. You've been blessed. <laughs> Couldn't have gone better for you. That I know, that's perfect. better. You, they upgraded it for you for that no additional perfect. cost. <laughs> it's so much funnier for Glow, who just opened up a box and said troll. Yeah. <laughs> troll. If I know anything about Glow, she thought that was an upgrade as well. <laughs> and this episode is dedicated to Glow. Uh, Happy Glow. birthday, Glow. Happy birthday, Glow. Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. Last episode, y'all solved the mystery of how and why Chip's family didn't show up to the Hoy family reunion, but that's in the past. Today, we're picking up with the gang sitting upon blood-red cushioned seats, facing one another inside a royal carriage as it bumps down the road and approaches Glass Castle. Per the king's formal request, Chalice has begrudgingly agreed to take part in a fancy hunting excursion, which is why you're adorned in these bright red English hunting jackets with the black hat. So you essentially look like 17th century English fancy hunters is how you're dressed in this carriage on the way to Glass Castle. And with that, quiet on set, sound speeding, and we're rolling. Nice. When you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice Chip and Beef at the Noble Bottoms Up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. Um, per your royal request, I think they're gonna hunt us. And that's the end of my 20-minute rap. So cool that you didn't end on a rhyme. Everything <laughs> else rhymed for the whole 20 minutes. Well, Seb, um, I really do appreciate that you did a 20-minute rap about how scared you are that we're going to be the ones who are <laughs> hunted at this. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It is going to suck. It's going to be terrible. But luckily, I don't think um, we're the ones being hunted. You don't think or you know we're not? Oh, it might be worse. Are we going to have to hunt someone? Please don't be me. I'm 80... 8% sure it's not going to be us. Beef, you're safe. Couple things going on here. Number one, my dad cannot know that we know how to break the curse. 
or else he's mm. going to lock us up and we're not going to be able to go see our families. He has That's to think a good point. that I'm mm. still considering this. I let my dumb, stupid brother come and do that charity event. He needs to think that I am actually considering coming back and being royal, which I'm not because it turns you crazy and you end up being evil and terrible mm-hmm. and awful, just like my stupid, stupid dad. So mm. no talking about the blood stuff today? No. Yeah. Everybody, look at me. Beef's getting distracted already. Beef? Oh, look, I made a little heart on the window (laughs) with the fog. (laughs) And with that, the carriage uh, comes to a halt, and you are just outside the castle grounds of Glass Castle, and the carriage door is opened for you. And when it is open, there is a bunch of folks there shouting and yelling questions because they are the royal press. Princess Chalice, does your attendance at this event mean you are formally rejoining the royal family? Yeah. I didn't I didn't quite get it. And then someone else jumps over them. What's the timeline for you inheriting the throne if you are rejoining the royal family? Oh, you know, I have to ask him. Uh, Chalice, you were seen entering bottoms up with uh, false hero and all-around loser Chip A. Hoy. Is this a fling or something more serious? Uh, well, I don't know. We don't really talk. Also, I'm right here, press, okay? I do a twirl, just so I'm fucking here. Give me an athletics check. Okay, all right. Okay, 21. Chip does a sick twirl. All around loser my ass. And as this big chaos starts happening, the the king intercepts uh, Chalice and kind of blocks her off from the press. I think that's quite enough for now, thank you. Hello, dearest daughter, and hello to her merry band of mental muppets. Come, all of you. Can't be mad when it's accurate. Cannot (laughs) be mad when it's accurate. And y'all are kind of whisked away. Uh, There is some strong boys who are putting up a security perimeter around you from the press. And y'all are headed out in the field towards the starting line of this hunting event. Chalice, goodness, I'm just so glad that you are here. So I take it you're finally starting to come to your senses, huh? As you can see, there's a lot of press here. Are you ready to officially rejoin the family today? We can make it official. Mm, not quite. Uh, I'm actually, I'm I'm actually sort of here for you. Um, I want to see if you are able to be normal or kind or nice or not the worst person ever and make every evil choice. Today, you don't hunt, my friends. Chalice turns and looks at her friends and winks. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hunt, my friends. And you know what? You, If you're good and nice, then maybe this will go okay. We'll have plenty of time to talk about this during the hunt. It's one of the best parts of the hunt. It's getting to socialize during the chase. Ha-ha! Huzzah! Guzama! Bless you. Yeah, bless you. Thank you. My allergies are running haywire. <laughs> are you allergic to haywire? That's right. There's a ton of it out here. You guys stop at the starting line. And you notice that there are two other teams standing in their brightly colored long hunting coats. One team has a bright blue coat that they're all wearing, and the other is uh, bright yellow. And the king keeps walking and takes his place on a small wooden box to address everyone. As you guys actually all get handed uh, crossbows. Whoa. Whoa, oh, nice. God, they're really just shoving us into this. What the heck? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Red Swan Hunt. Can you believe it's been 15 years? 
I guess time flies when you're the most powerful men in the kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Blood. Chalice elbows Seb um, in Uh, the stomach a little. Yes, it's been 15 years since that bloodthirsty monster last visited our plane of existence. Blood. Chalice is using her like little rain boots that all the British people hunted and kicking her friends in the shins every time they mumble blood <laughs> under their breath. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going Preemptively to be. kicking you in the shins. <laughs> A scarlet red 15 foot tall bird of prey with razor sharp fangs and wings. Thirsty for our blood. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Let us honor the brave men who lost their lives 15 years ago to this great beast in a moment of silence. We could die during this? Sorry, I couldn't tell you guys everything or you would have not agreed to come. And I really didn't want to do this by myself. This is scarier than oh. us getting hunted. <laughs> and let us bow our heads in a moment. Do we get to eat it at the end? Okay, forget it. Their voices were echoing across like the sort of rainy field (laughs) each time. Now, before I let us all loose in the woods to take down this murderous monstrosity once and for all, a refresher on the rules. First, crossbows only. Everyone, make sure you inspect your weapon, for there are no magical attacks and no other weaponry allowed on the hunt. The team to bring down the swan wins 500 gold pieces and will get to keep the monster's carcass as a trophy. Remember, this thing can teleport, has razor-sharp teeth what? and wings, and can mess with your mind. No. What? So what? God. Chalice is avoiding eye contact with her friends because <laughs> she knew all this and she knows they're probably pretty pissed. Chalice! <laughs> if we were hunting what beef, beef can't teleport and kill us. What the hell? I cannot. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. Now, you've all been given a flare wand. If you're in grave peril, point your wand to the sky and shoot your flare into the air. That is the signal for all teams to come to your aid. So if you see it, be sure to run and help. Uh, good sir. What? Well, I just wanted to know, and Beef's pointing the crossbow right at him. I've never used one of these before. (laughs) Is this... uh, Do not point that at me, or it will be the last thing you do. All right. Last but not least, this year I'll make a side wager of a thousand gold pieces with anyone who dares. Whoa! That my team, the red team, will be the team that finally brings down the red swan and claims it. For I am joined by my very capable daughter, woman of the people, Princess Chalice. Woo! Now who's ready to hunt a monster? Huzzah! <laughs> Bless you. Hey, these fucking haywires. On your marks. Get set. Wait, where do we run? (laughs) Go! Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times bestselling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy... Is it worth it? Because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. The series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. We pick up with you guys on the hunt, and you are inside the Etta Green Forest. And if you recall, that's the, you know, whimsical, potentially magical, super foggy, it looks like Pacific Northwest with deep green colors, tons of orange wildflowers everywhere type of forest. And so that's what you guys are moving through now. Uh, okay, so we're hunting a giant swan. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Beef's party. Beef, it's okay. Hey. I'm freaking out. Hey, it's okay. Where is it? <laughs> we have to find it, Beef. That's, That's what a hunt beef. is. <laughs> well, the king probably knows. Hey, king, where is it? Well, I do not know exactly where the beast lies, <laughs> but I'm very attuned to the Evergreen Forest. I've spent many a month hunting here as a child and as an adult. Ooh, there's a spider on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hunting badge of honor. Uh-huh. No, it's a spider. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh, I hate. Why did it have to be spiders? We're finding out the king's true fear is spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones. Seb, um, when we would go hunting when I was younger, we would bring um, dogs with us. Seb, why don't you turn into a dog so you can start smelling the swan? You know what's better than a swan? An orangutan with big old arms and mm. can be put on a skateboard? Can they smell really well? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that on the way back, buddy, won't we? Okay, 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 okay. Why don't we do the dog thing for a little bit? All right, I'm going to- Beef, why don't you just fly over the top of the woods and just find this thing from oh, above? Uh, sir, permission to fly? Wait, I'm doing wild shape. Which plane are we going ahead with? Definitely do wild shape so we look kind of like a picturesque hunting team. Do you like a cocker spaniel or like what are those dogs that hunt? A basset hound. Red team takes a minute to get a portrait done of them all in, <laughs> looking. Uh, uh, Beef's wearing his cape and Seb's the dog, and we're all wearing our red thing and our hats. 
Give me a D4 roll to see how many hours that took to do the portrait. Oh, three. Three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. Worth it. Okay. All right. So, here are some things if you haven't done your studying ahead of time on our prey. We didn't even know what we were supposed to be doing. We were supposed to study? Jealous. I had all the info. I just didn't give it to you. For the red swan, you should be able to see its tracks in the ground. No other bird has talons quite like it. And it eats clumps of berries. So be on the lookout for potentially scat or dung with with bright red berries inside them. Uh, And ripped out branches. It tends to leave a bunch of ripped out branches in its wake. And, of course, if you do see it, remember, their hearts are at the base of their long necks. Aim for it. Otherwise, well, you know. No. What? No. It'll kill you. And you used to do this as a kid, Chalice? Yeah, he'd drag me along to these things. It's sort of his number one dream and goal to have this red swan on the mantle. Right, Dad? What a cool like dream. Like literally drag you around? Yeah, literally. Like in a sled? Mm-hmm. Well, no, sort of. I would Aww. just be, uh, I would go no bones, um, and then uh, one of the strong men would have to uh, just drag me on the ground behind them because I didn't want to be there. Still don't. And I don't get why you wouldn't. Only several people have died. Yeah, man, that's still, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary, man. What's your deal? Why do you need to get this swan, my dude? This is a hunting trip. It's fun. We do this for fun, but also... It's a monster. It kills people. We need to take this thing out. And so you haven't been able to catch it over the how many years you've been doing this? Well, it only appears every 15 years. Oh. Did you catch him last time? I got very close. That's so no. You could have just said yeah, no. Yeah, it sounds like a no. <laughs> you guys, he's an evil king. <laughs> I am not lying to you when I say that I had the beast set in my sights. I had my finger on the trigger. And I released my arrow. Chalice and is it mouthing this true. along with him because he tells this story all the time <laughs> that she hasn't memorized. I swear my arrow made contact right in the base of its neck through its heart. I swear I saw it happen. But the next instant, it had disappeared. It was gone. Can I do a survival check to kind of establish a trail or find a sign? Yes, you can. Okay, cool. Okay, plus five. So it's a natural 20 plus five. Ooh. Okay. Uh, with Is that nat- good? With the <laughs> Is that natural good? 20 plus five. Huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, Seb, you basically look down and at your feet, it's like that shot in Jurassic Park where you see that you are standing in a track. Like there's a huge bird webbed foot footprint and both your feet can fit inside it and you're standing in it. And... This must be some really soft ground because it is a very clear path, at least for a while. I'm a doggy right now, and so I just like spring like like a little cartoon. I go bing, mm-hmm. like in the direction. <laughs> what is it, boy? <laughs> All right, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. We uh we start down the trail or path that Seb is pointing to. Chalice is sort of just glaring at her dad. She's just so mad at him. She's so angry. There's so many things she wants to say. So she's not really paying attention too much to their surroundings. Uh, beef. So, um, yeah. What is uh, what's your family like? Oh, uh, me. 
trick question. Yeah, Beef's looking around question, like he's like, it looks at Chow. It's a trick question. Lie. Uh-uh. Lie. Uh-uh. I'm, lie. 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 Uh, my family lie. is filled with blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big blood family. Yes, yes. Big blooded family. Good, yes. good. A strong family. Oh, yes, blood. Oh. Uh, yeah, big blood. Yeah. Lots of blood. Anyways, does Seb smell anything? Seb, I will say that you also notice uh, a scent in the air that does smell like if red berries uh, that were in the forest here um, and perhaps some orange flowers, you're getting some hints of that aroma, were digested by a 15-foot-tall bird and then pushed out their butt. Seb, you got any poop? Go to poop if you found poop. I found poop! He said that he found poop! Excellent, excellent. Well, let's make a beeline for it. Dad, Chalice doesn't like even calling him that. The last time you got so, so close to killing the swan, how did you find it? Well, it happened kind of like this, where we finally got it sent, and we found a pile of its excrement, and, well, before too long, it suddenly... Ah! As you all look up, you are surprised that a... Red swan is the only way I guess to describe it, but it's 15 feet tall and it is moving at you too quietly for how fast and big it is. Its feathers are flayed out and are bright crimson and it is bearing fangs as it makes its way directly at you. And the closest is actually a Seb um, in dog form by the feces. And just as the red swan uh, approaches to attack, right as you would feel these fangs dig into your neck, Seb, it disappears. All that is left hanging in the air is the sound of its very shrill cry that it let out. And you're all left with the sense mentally that you should leave. Anyone want to go get some taquitos? Yeah, let's get the hell yeah, out of we here. Tried. This is horrible. We tried our best. <laughs> we, rolled taco we did our best, and we tried our best. Oh, my God, that was so failed. scary. Hi. And that's okay. Mm. And that's all right. <laughs> we are on the right path. Can you believe an encounter this soon? <sighs> I should have had my arrow notched in my crossbow. What a fool. I was distracted trying to reconnect. Damn it. Uh, give me a perception check. Six. 17. 15. Six. Anyone who rolled like a 15 or above, you notice that right where the enormous red swan had just been charging you, there is a small pile of large red feathers. And then the smell of cinnamon lingers in the air right where it misty stepped or teleported. Hmm. Can I go over and examine one of the feathers? Give me an investigation check. Okay, let's see. 18. The king's eyes narrow at Chalice as he watches her examine it. And with an 18 Chalice, you notice that once the feather is stroked in a certain way, it turns incredibly sharp. And all of it becomes like a very incredibly sharp edge. It can be like triggered. Whoa. Its feathers are knives? And the king, seeing you notice that, nods in approval. Like, she does have a shrewd mind. What if we just collect enough of these feathers and build our own swan and turn it in and pretend like we caught one? Do you think we have the time? <laughs> it's been over three hours and we saw it for half a second, so it might, might be faster to just rebuild a bird. <laughs> the king goes, you, dog one, do you have the scent? We could probably use this scent no, to I'm find- beef. That's dog. Oh, understood. 
Yeah. We could probably use this scent to find other times where it has teleported or misty stepped. Uh-huh. Go on, get the scent. All right, I'm going to do another survive. No way, another 25. It's your lucky God, day. I could Natural kiss you 20. on the mouth, you dirty dog, and Beef kisses him on the mouth. And I kiss him back. Oh. Chip starts putting all the feathers in Beef's strawberry basket, <laughs> just in case you want to rebuild the bird. <laughs> and as you gather these, you notice that the ones that you had gathered earlier uh, have now faded red in color uh, and are now mostly like just like a light pink or uh, some of them are even turning on white. Hmm. Why don't you guys roll a d12? Seb, roll a d12. Um, a six. With a six, that means you have found six other places where the red swan has teleported or misty stepped. Does it make an image? Yeah. Could we yeah. use like a stick on the ground and draw what it we might look like from above? You definitely can. Okay. So once you guys have taken the the coordinates of where you've seen those six different spots and you map them out, it does not create an image. But what you do notice is that all these six points, they're not like equidistant from each other, but they would land on the circumference of a perfect circle. What's the diameter of the circle? Is it like miles? The diameter would be 400 meters. It seems like if we stood in the center, as good of an idea as that is, we might be too far to be able to shoot it from 200 meters away. So maybe we should all just essentially stand on the circumference of the circle, like maybe in a spot where we haven't found any of those six. Okay. We do that. Yeah. You guys all split up. And as soon as you step foot within the circumference, the red swan appears, charges you, and, and disappears. Whoa. Okay. If we take a step inside that circle, it'll come attack us. Which is, I mean, that's good. That's essentially we can set a trap for it. Dad, you want to be the trap? Yeah, Dad, show us how to make a trap. <laughs> we will stand in an arc outside of the edge of the perimeter with our crossbows ready, and you take a step inside the perimeter and wait for it to charge you and then we'll all we'll all shoot him at the same time including you at point blank range all right i'm game let's do this let's bag this turkey okay wow he's in he's in dad's in (laughs) sab do you want to go into human form so that you can actually shoot a crossbow or i think the dog can do it yeah no it's like in my mouth and my tongue's around the trigger Hmm. can dogs (laughs) shoot Google. Actually, thank you, Aaron. Yeah. D&D. Okay, the FBI is at my door. <laughs> <laughs> Lou behind you just put a crossbow into her back pocket. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, don't mind. turn around. Lou has a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> the king is like 60 to 80 meters away and gives you a thumbs up like he's going to make his move now. You got this, man. And so then the king starts looking real casual. I'm going to take a walk. I don't, I'm an easy target. He's a terrible actor. Roll for performance. (laughs) I will. Did your dad ever want to act growing up? Yeah. Isn't that sad? sad. He rolled an eight. Not very convincing. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. Felt like an eight. Felt like an eight. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, like clockwork, the red swan appears and starts charging uh, the king. 
we all shoot. We all aim for the throat. Can we shoot it. Go ahead and give me some attack rolls. Eighteen. That hits. Even though its wings look like pretty tough and almost like metallic, it went through. That was me. And the king gives you a big thumbs up from the side, where he's kind of like cowering. Beef, what do you got? Oh, I just rolled an eighteen. Another bolt goes through the swan's wing, and so like almost in rapid succession. And with that, the swan cries out and then disappears and all of a sudden reappears right next to all of you. Uh, okay. The king is now giving a thumbs down from far away. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see that the swan's neck snaps to look towards what would be like the center of the circle. Oh no. And it disappears, but so do all of you. Whoa. In a heartbeat, you now immediately reappear inside of a cave. Minus the king, who was, you know, 60 meters away. But we're with the swan. The swan is actually running away from you guys back towards the end of the cave. And uh, so now you guys have an opportunity of attack here for Chalice and Seb. If you want to attack, you, c- you can make an attack as it's moving away. Oh, I feel bad. I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah, it's starting to feel like there's maybe babies it's protecting though. Yeah, so. wait. Well, I hadn't gotten there yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fire on it. Yeah. I rolled a fifteen. Do I hit it? That does not hit. So your bolt uh, goes wide as it runs off. Wait, maybe it's about babies. <laughs> so we already. So we got our. That ex- is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have it. It's okay. No, it's so true. That's it. That is when Seb would feel it. He's been through this character. Can I roll for like insight or perception? Yeah, give me an insight check. Nat 20. Whoa. Okay. So as it runs further away from you, you see that it's running towards a large amalgamation of branches. You know, presumably the ripped off branches that you saw before. And Ooh, a nest? you hear the sound. A cute nest? Oh. <gasps> Breakfast, because eggs be a kraken. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, because babies are being born. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that like the the swan was cooking breakfast. I see. Yeah, no, I, a, I, baby swans are cooking pancakes. Is what I <laughs> am envisioning. You know what? That's what it is now. Baby swans uh, all have little chef's hats on, and they're <laughs> oh, cooking for real? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Seb puts his chef hat back into his pocket. <laughs> no, take it off. No, and then Wear Beef it. stops him, and he goes, "It's time to put it on." Okay, we are not killing this swan. He is baby. He is baby. And the red swans, its feathers, you know, smooth out uh, and turn from their intense red coloring to like a dazzling white. And uh, this 15-foot tall creature now looks much more like a traditional white trumpeter swan with a black beak and black shadowing around its eyes. And the swan peers into what you now know to be its nest as these three large eggs crack open and it's little baby swans they're very fuzzy these guys oh my god i can't believe it it's a it's a mom and it's a mom dead it's a mom dad it's a miracle of life right in front of our very eyes chalice you hear your father's voice the king's voice from above chalice where are you if you can hear me shoot your flare and we'll come to you and the swan is staring at you and you see its feathers starting to turn a light pink again as it has heard your father's calls. 
and you can feel something almost poking your waking mind, asking to be let in. Oh my gosh, was not planning on using the flare. I don't even like my dad. Blah, ugh, no, 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 no. We're not with him. We are not with him. You can see the swan almost like get less rigid and kind of become more relaxed. Do you let this presence that's trying to kind of poke and potentially enter your mind enter? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Chalice dies midway through <laughs> season four. Chalice's head pops off. <laughs> okay. Um, Worth the risk. The swan begins to communicate with you. Cool. Hot. Via a form of telepathy, but it doesn't communicate in words. It communicates with you in a series of experiences, like memories that it's sharing with you. And at first, what you think, Chalice, that you're experiencing is the birth of one of these children, one of these eggs that you just saw. So it feels like a moment that, you know, you just live. It's in, it's in a cave. And then you realize that, okay, wait, this isn't one of the babies that were just born. This is a, a true memory from the red swan when it was a baby. You see that it had a mother of its own. And that mother... Oh, no. is getting them through their first 24 hours uh, as, a, as a hatchling, as a newborn. Oh. Cute. Chalice, this is going to end horribly. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? This sounds really sweet so far. Like, we're, what are we doing? Wake up, yeah, Ben. It's a Bambi situation. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting Bambied real fast here. You see through the eyes of the swan as you know a new hatchling, uh, feeling really scared as they hear shouts of hunters oh, from outside no. while they're in the cave. Uh, and now that their mother is guiding them to the forest as quickly as possible, and you get the sense that they want to teleport. They want to planar shift. They understand that as a concept, but they are too weak to do it. And the mother is waiting for that moment to come, and the oh, family no. is hiding, and you can feel that they're almost ready and are almost old enough to planar shift and teleport off this plane when someone who looks a lot like your father because they are your father makes direct eye contact, looses a bolt, and it goes straight through the heart and the base of the neck of their mother right as they planar shift. By the time their head hits the ground, they are back on their upper plane of a more fantastical forest dead surrounded by their three new hatchlings. An immense grief and fear and terror is felt by that child. And you come to Chalice. And you see that in the eyes that you're looking in is that same child that you just were in that memory is looking back at you, now grown up, trying to have children of their own that they want to keep safe. Chalice is like on her knees and she doesn't even realize that she's sobbing and she's having a hard time remembering if it was the feeling of her losing her mom or the swan's feeling. She just relates to it so much that all of those feelings are getting tangled up. Um, and she just falls to her knees and then she looks at her friends and goes, we have to protect them. Absolutely. Deal. Seb? Seb needs to be get there. Let me get there. I didn't see shit. Seb loses another bolt. Oh, it's babies. Never mind. Oh, it's babies. 
So what'd you see, Chalice? My dad. My dad killed their mom 15 years ago, and um, we can't let it happen again. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Also, he did kill her. Let's make sure not to tell him that he did kill her. Good point. Chalice is so out of sorts emotionally. She's just a complete wreck. Um, and then she walks over to the swan and puts her hand on like the swan's beak, like bill thing, and goes, mm-hmm. thank you for showing me. We're going to protect you, okay? The swan is able to communicate to you through their feelings that in order for her and her children to be able to be strong enough to make the planar jump and planar shift, they need to be hatched for a full 24 hours. All right, we got to keep them safe for 24 hours so they can all go back to where they came from. They can misty step back or whatever. All right. Yes, ma'am. What should we do? <laughs> what, what is that? Yeah. I, think, I think I hear them. Oh, no. I hear their voices. Chalice, we're coming. Stay alive. Oh, no. Seb, go boing in the wrong direction. Go boing. So they're coming into the cave. Okay, I am... Because it's about that time where I have to transform back into my human form. So I, I am human, and I'm naked at the mouth of the cave, and I go, boing, and I point that way. I go, they're that way. There's a trail. I can I can still smell and see it. As as a person, as Seb, you're doing this? Yes. So okay. you just turned into a naked human in front of them and yelled the other way after they heard your voices. So give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> or deception, I should say. Deception with disadvantage. I got a 12. So with a 12, the king goes, what? Get out of the way, boy. And he <laughs> sho- he like shoves you so hard there. that your feet leave the ground. And they start, where's my daughter? And they are now, there's probably, you know, let's say 11 of them. Because um, oh, no. both teams and the, and the king, he must have shot his flare, are there moving into uh, the cave. And they come upon you three guarding a null white swan and uh, her hatchlings. Beef, tell them it's a different swan. Tell them it's a different swan. <laughs> this one's white. This one's white. It could maybe work. Go tell them. <laughs> okay. Beef, I'm bad at lying. You have to go do this. You're the only one. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, crazy thing. <laughs> Sounds Uh, like you're welcoming people back to your YouTube video. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. Make sure you subscribe and like uh, while you're here, too. Um, Funny thing. uh, This, uh, we got confused. Uh, uh, This isn't actually the right bird we're looking for. You're looking for a red bird. And and she flew out of here. We, We scared her out of here. She flew that way. This is just a stupid, boring guy. Bort, bird. I didn't mean that. That feels rude. I'm sorry, bird. I'm just trying to say stuff. Uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beef is clearly Good flustered. Job. Long pause up top. No. Um, we're going to have you roll uh, with disadvantage here. Oh, no. See, it's not easy. Oh, okay. My first roll was a 17, and my second roll was an 18. So 17 <gasps> plus 6. Your worst is 23? Nice. Now, <laughs> here's the thing with D&D, y'all. This was going to be a very hard check for you to pass. Yeah. You're going to have to roll a 25. It's just too much of a coincidence that there's a giant I figured. If but this but you had to try. You had to yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, let's be honest. Your heart wasn't in it. <laughs> 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 well, I, 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 
well, Chip told me to do it, all right? <laughs> You're blaming me? Yeah, I'm that blaming was a good idea. Yeah. The king yells, it's, it's gotten into their minds. It's gotten into their minds. Shield your mind, Chalice. Aim for the heart. And they all start to cock their bows. Can she just use her body as a shield over the swan and demand to talk to her dad? Convince him to have a conversation with her? And uh, Beef joins. Okay. Chip joins. Jennifer? I'm busy. What is Jennifer doing? She's playing cards (laughs) with the hatchling. (laughs) Fine. Seb has transformed back into a dog, and he's doing that thing on his back hind legs, and he's like, (laughs) he's he's kind of, he's walking towards them. (laughs) Terrifying. Uh, (laughs) uh, And the king shouts, wait, wait, hold your fire. Chalice, it's me. It's your father. First of all, I think you were incredibly misleading when it came to this one. Did you know? Did you know that this one was not evil? It ki- it's killed people, Chalice. Yeah, people who are trying to kill it. Are you sure of that? And you do see, Chalice, the swan shows you that the times that it has been violent, it's been to protect its young or itself. Its, its life was at risk. The swan and I basically have the exact same origin story, okay? And you know what? I've uh... heard people... But it's because I got hurt first, okay? I've just got it. (laughs) So, Dad, you're going to have to kill your daughter if you want to kill this bird. And guess what? The town's not going to like to hear that. They're not going to like to hear that the king killed his daughter. And more importantly, if you're trying to convince me to come back here, what if you just decide to do the right thing? I know you want this one up on your mantle, but what if it's more important to me that you don't do it? Can you be that kind of king? Can you prove to me that we could be good? Huh? Chalice, this is what hunting is, is, okay? It's nature. We're at the top of the food chain and we've won. Just because you can kill something doesn't mean you should. And they've lost lives too. I know I said I wasn't going to tell them, but... How about you just let this one go because you actually already did kill one. You killed the one 15 years ago and that's that's, that's this guy's mommy. Booyah! I fucking knew it! Yeah! I shouldn't have told him. Let's go! I told you! Pay up! And the other captains of the teams start like handing him gold. And that one, we could tell everybody all about it. And this one's this one's good. This one can chill, right? Can I try to convince him? What can I roll to try to convince him? You can do a persuasion check to make one last swing for the fences appeal to your daddy. Ooh, 21. So what do you say? Okay, fine. You know what you can do? You can move the needle on me coming back. I will go to all the events for the rest of the season that you want me to go to. I'll go to all of them. I'll smile. I'll wear whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. I will be here... With bells on, if you can show me that you can be good and you can protect something innocent, that's what this whole thing is about. That's why you want me back here in the first place, is to show that we care about people. Don't you care? I care about our legacy. I tell you what, if you come to every single event, that's one thing. That's expected. But I want to up, up the ante here. I want you to give me a chance. To start to trust me. Just to start to trust me. Okay? And maybe that some of the things that I do and the way that I act is for the better of our people. Can you do that? Can you start to trust me? Yeah. I think a good start would be you keeping these innocent creatures alive. 
and using all of your men to protect them for a full 24 hours, not just right now, a full 24 hours, you help protect these swans and I will begin to trust you and we could repair our relationship. And he just gives a silent nod to the people who have their crossbows pointed and they just lower their crossbows. You heard her. All right, you're on. You're on. You guys keep post here, protect the cave for the next 24 hours, and uh, we shall bid this magical creature adieu and start to tell the tale of the time I did bag one of these. I told you! Uh, I shouldn't have said something. Yeah, that didn't, you help. <laughs> didn't even help. Didn't even do anything. <laughs> and he um, starts to move out of of the cave. Um, and so does everyone else. You can just tell that there's going to be two people who are posted outside of the cave with crossbows defending it. I kind of want to stick around and play cards with Jennifer and the Hatchling. Yeah. Can we do stay for a couple more hours and play some cards? <laughs> After the antagonistic people leave, the Mother Swan does come up to you, Chalice, mm-hmm. and bows its head. And you get the impression that it wants you to kind of touch foreheads. Um, we touch foreheads. And I give her a little, like, scritchy scratch on the head. And out of her black beak, she nudges you and drops from her mouth, essentially, one of her teeth. Uh-oh. Oh. That can't be good. Uh, Are you okay? Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Chalice is sort of like, Chalice, she like broke a vase in heck? a fancy place. She, <laughs> she tries to what? immediately like make it look like it didn't even fall out. And as soon as that tooth touches your skin and you make contact with it, you immediately get the sense that it is imbued with some power. So Ooh. give me an arcana check. Okay. 19. You feel the power of this like perfectly triangular but sharp and beautiful tooth that as long as it is on your person, you will be able to have the sort of telepathy that this swan has, where if there is a willing creature, so they have to be willing, you can share a true and authentic memory with them and they will feel your feelings from that memory. Whoa, that's huge. Whoa, teeth are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know her teeth could do that. What kind of dentist does this swan have? Okay, well, Chalice immediately um, puts this onto her necklace that she also has her mother's ring on. It is upgraded to that level of security on her person. I'm not losing this. And there's just an outpouring of gratitude that you feel um, from this family. Um, can I uh, share with her the memory of my mom and that I have some empathy for her? Oh, yeah. So what is what is the swan see from you? What memory? <laughs> Make the swan cry really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I basically show the swan the episode. The, uh, yeah, the season episode. Two, episode. I send 20. them season two, episode 20, I guess. <laughs> An MP3 file? This, yeah, this one yeah. is a huge Janet Varney fan, as we all are. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it is. So it it's just now, uh, when it comes to it, all happens instantaneously, but it is leveled from when Peppa couldn't speak anymore. It's just <laughs> sobbing. Oh, man. Oh, Chalice! All right, let's, let's head back. They've got this under control. Let's just, we've got the presses waiting. They're going to want an answer. An answer? All right, Chalice, um, like, bows, say goodbye to the swan, and then they all follow her dad. Uh, and 
you guys move through uh, the forest. The king looks at Chip. You were, uh, you stood by my daughter's side when she risked her life. Mm-hmm. That's just something that happened. I'm, yeah. That happened. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on your daughter marrying not royalty? <laughs> 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 oh, look, the press. And you guys come out of uh, the forest. Oh, they think I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> They took. They called me a total and complete loser. <laughs> Beef takes an interview. Sure. So they're all surrounding all of you. Um, but we're gonna start with the press surrounding Beef. 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 Ah, uh, huh. we heard the chalice uh, was in danger. That she was yeah. p- potentially even dead. What? What? What, what yeah. happened? You alive? Well, yeah. Well, I learned something really big today. Uh, when a group of really rich people have a deep, deep rooted tradition. It usually is a bad thing. <laughs> it's usually evil. And that um, Chalice, or woman of the, is really a woman of the people. She is always mm-hmm. looking out for the best in us and to protect the good in this world. And then B falls back, a trust fall. To the press? <laughs> to the press. <laughs> okay, give me a performance check. If it's oh. over 15, they catch you. All right. A 19, baby. Ooh. The press catches you and you're crowd surfing. Teeth are uh, crazy. Along the press. Yeah. Teeth. <laughs> Chip, did you, did you want to? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and butt it. I'll try and step in front of Chalice. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? What's going oh, on? Oh, Chip, Chip. Oh, we heard there was, everyone was in peril. We saw a flare go up. Were there any uh, wounded or killed? <laughs> yeah, I, I shot the bird. Okay, I actually was the first one to strike the bird. Who's good, actually, and not, and just protecting its young? Don't kill birds. And I and I know I just said I was the one that hit it. My friends are not press trained at all. Oh God, Chip. When Chip. rich people, uh oh no, no, have no, a Chip, have a tradition. Don't say the same thing as beef. <laughs> don't parrot what beef said. Don't do this. It's usually bad. Chalice steps in front of Chip to save him. <laughs> Take it away. Give me a performance check. What do I have to roll above? You have to roll above a 15. 14. Oh. <gasps> so you drop back to do a trust fall, uh, and nobody catches you, and they assume you've fainted from uh, the intense uh, situation. What a great <laughs> way just... to find out if the press likes what you said or not. You have to turn around and trust fall into them. <laughs> the press secretary at the White House was like, and that is all for today. And then they turn and fall back. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love that. that. That's actually That's great. That's gotta be canon. Elizabeth, that is your next character. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you hit the deck and I go, is there a doctor? Well, yes, there is. No, thank you. Go to jail. Go back to jail. Chip whispers to himself, I am a total and complete loser. Oh, oh no. Heartbreaking. They wouldn't oh. even talk to me. I'm not going <laughs> to owe for him, all right? <laughs> and the press rushes up to uh, Chalice uh, and, and her father, the king. Oh, Chalice, Chalice, we heard you may have been in grave danger. Did your father save you? Did the king slay the monster? No, but... I'm more proud of my dad today than I think I have been in a really long time. Right. And just to clear the air, 15 years ago, I did... And he looks over at Chalice. Um, it doesn't matter what happened uh, 15 years ago. Uh, it just matters uh, what happened today. And uh, today, I'm very proud of my daughter Chalice. 
Talus instinctually reaches up and touches her mom's ring and the tooth now because she feels very touched by that. That might be the first time her dad ever made her feel safe. The press still has me. <laughs> Beef, get back here. Beef. 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 Well, let me go. Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Walid Mansour, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Parrott wrote the theme song. Aaron and I worked out the story concept, and Sean Marr did the editing on this one. And y'all, I gotta tell you, right now is a great time to check out our Patreon. The support from our patrons is what makes this show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating this show that we love. So hop on now for only five buckaroonies and get access to over 85 hours of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the kitchen rats! This week's episode is... Bar Trivia, where Aaron runs a bar trivia-like session for Waleed, Ben, and myself, and I don't get over-the-top ridiculously competitive at all, not even a little bit at all. So sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com sitcomdnd and get in on the fun. And for our LA listeners, that's Los Angeles for short, join us for live band Scarioke at the Cat's Crawl this Friday, October 27th at 10 p.m. Where myself and three of my best rock stars have recruited a bunch of brave souls to sing their hearts out in a live band karaoke unlike any other. We're going to have Tarot by Kayla. We'll reward one lucky attendee with a cash prize for best costume. And we'll have a full bar. It is the most fun I've ever had in my life doing these shows, and we're finally bringing it to L.A. Tickets are only 10 bucks, uh, so grab them while you still can if you don't have Halloween plans just yet. Uh, and honestly, even if you don't live in L.A., you should fly out here and come to it because I promise it will be worth it. It is going to be the rock party of the century. And finally, if you want to keep up with the gang, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at sitcomdnd. That's sitcom and the letters D-N-D. This is where you can get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes and future guests, see our favorite poll quotes from that week's episode, and get hot and spicy memes relating to the show. Okay, I think that's it for now until next Tuesday. And thanks, as always, for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.